0: والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين، سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا محمد، وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين، ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين. رب اشرح لي صدري ويسلّي أمري، وأحل نقدة من لساني يفقه قولي. ما بعد. Your brothers and sisters, my young friends, Assalamu salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. If you're a person who is in business, and especially in retail business, today is a very important day for you. If you're a person who tries to stretch your money and get the most bang for your buck, then again, today is probably an important day for you because of course today is Black Friday and I know many of us perhaps myself included have been on the search for some good deals and subhanallah as you start paying attention to the flyers and the websites and start going through all the different pages it's very easy to get carried away and of course there's lots of hype it used to be for Boxing Day, if you remember. But I think the Americans have taken over, so Black Friday is now uh, what it is. And I think by the time Boxing Day comes, no one really cares about what's happening. Because no one has any money left, no, I'm just kidding. So there's uh, generally a lot of hype. Uh, I don't know about today, uh, but often behind, I think people are people lighting up early in the morning, the stores are opening early, uh, giveaways and door crashes of course, it can be a great opportunity to get the things that you need at the best price. And that's my personal philosophy that if you need to buy something and you know you're going to buy it anyway, you might as well buy it when it's available for the you know, cheapest and most affordable price. No point of holding on and buying it when the price goes up if you're able to afford it now. But of course, it can also be a time of waste and accessibility. This is something the vast majority of people probably will fall into very easily. So, you may be trying to go in for a particular item, but on the way in or while you're on that website, it's likely that you will run into a lot of other things, or you will come across many other things that you probably don't need, but you know, either they sound like a really good deal, or what actually happens in stores is that people see. Others picking up something, okay. So like you know, a person has ten of something in their cart, or somebody else is you know carrying numerous quantities, and everyone you know people start wondering, okay, why is this, why are all these people getting you know picking up so many of this item? Uh, it it must be a good deal, right? Whether they need it or not, and then they so point is it's very easy to fall into um, into purchases uh, that we don't actually need, or even if you don't end up buying anything, just the waste of time. You know, scouring and going through uh, flyers and websites and stores. You see, in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes hey, the servants of the most merciful, the slaves of the most merciful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives a number of qualities, and one of the qualities is anfakoo, lam yusrifoo, yakturu, bayna that those that when they spend neither do israf nor are they tight-fisted and hold a medium in between so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us two characteristics in this verse two extreme characteristics, so one of being someone who is a muslim, someone who does israf and we will get into what israf is and on the other hand the other characteristic of being tight-fisted and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that the believers his servants his slaves are those who take the middle path who hold the medium in between the two extremes and in fact in a number of places Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions and talks about israf and that he doesn't like the musrifoon those who do israf so what is it? what is this israf that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like and that he is telling us that we should not have as one of our characteristics. A lot has been written by scholars, especially by the great commentators of the Quran. But the simplest explanation or translation that we can find is excessiveness or extravagance which goes beyond a certain limit. So excessiveness and extravagance that goes beyond a limit essentially that is unreasonable or that is not reasonable. And this is not something which is just applicable to spending or to consumption. Right? It's much more broader than that. But today our focus is on spending and consumption. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that his servants are those who do not spend excessively, are not extravagant in their in, in their uh, spending and their consumption yet at the same time, they aren't miserly either. And Ibn Kathir, in his tafsir, he says about these people, that they are not extravagant spending more than they need to, nor are they miserly towards their families, not spending enough on their needs, but they follow the best and the fairest way. The best of matters are those which are moderate, neither one extreme nor the other. In another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَلَا, يدك مغلولة إلى عنقك ولا تبسطها كل فتقعد محسورا. And let not your hand be tied to your neck Let not your hand be tied to your neck Meaning, like a miser that you can't even get your hand away uh, Towards your pocket, towards spending That you keep it so close to yourself nor stretch it forth to its utmost reach. Nor stretch it forth to its utmost reach like a spendthrift. Someone who is constantly spending, constantly spending, cannot hold back, continuously is out there spending what Allah has given them. That your spending drives you towards bankruptcy and poverty, So that you find yourself In a regrettable situation. So don't be of that type. But also don't be the type who cannot get their hands to move and to spend. So again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala identifying two extremes and telling us to take the middle way. Imam Ahmad rahmahullah recorded that Anas ibn Malik radiallahu anhu said that a man came from Banu Tamim to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he said, Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, I have a lot of wealth. I have a lot of wealth. I have a family. I have a lot of wealth, I have a family, children. And the refinements of city life. And the refinements of city life. Like someone who's an urbanite, right? We see the difference between people who live in the countryside, in the rural area, in the villages versus someone who lives downtown, right, in a condo right. so it's a difference between the two and their lifestyle so he says, and the refinement of city life, of course there's no condos then but you get my point so he says to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, so tell me how I should spend and what I should do normally what happens today, if someone has too much money, they go to their financial advisor they go to their financial advisor, they go to their investment advisor, they go to their accountant, and they say, "I have too much money. What do I do with my money?" But the Sahabi, he went to the Prophet sallallahu He went to the Prophet sallallahu to say, "Tell me how I should spend and what I should do." So the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "That that pay the zakat on your wealth if any is due." For it is purification that will make you pure. فَإِنَّهَا تُطْهِرَةٌ For it is purification that will make you pure. And then the Prophet ﷺ went ahead and said, "Maintain your ties of kinship. Pay attention. And pay attention to the rights." Of beggars neighbors and the poor pay attention to their rights so a reminder to us that the less fortunate have a right upon what Allah has blessed us with it is not our favor if we give we are not doing anyone a favor we are simply handing over what is due what the right that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put of theirs in our wealth or the wealth that he has given us so he said O Messenger of Allah, make it less for me. O Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Wasallam, make it less for me. It's too much. It's too much instruction, too much guidance. Make it simplify it for me. So the Prophet Sallallahu recited this ayah: الْقُرْبَى هَقَّهُ وَالْمِسْكِينَ وَبَنِ السَّبِيلِ وَلَا تُبَذِّرْ and give to the kinsman his due, and to the miskin, to the poor, and to the wayfarer, but spend not wastefully in the manner of a spendthrift. So the Prophet recited this verse essentially advising that do not squander your wealth. Do not squander your wealth in the manner of a spendthrift. Right? Because this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us. Meaning a person who spends money in an extravagant, irresponsible way, in, you know, in a prohibited way to fulfill his desires beyond his needs, uh, extravagantly. So don't be like that person. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then tells us in that verse, in the next verse, that verily the spendthrifts, innal mubadzireen, the spendthrifts are the brothers of the shayateen, are brothers of the evil ones, and the shaytan to his Lord, ungrateful. The shaitan is to his lord ungrateful. So essentially telling us that wasting wealth, wasting wealth on that in which there is no benefit is in fact showing ungratefulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Being careless with our wealth is showing, is a form of ungratefulness towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So being measured, being responsible in our spending, Right, is a sign of someone who is could be a sign of someone who is grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if one is careless, that is a form of ungratefulness, but of course at the same time give people their due give people their share, give them their rights that Allah has given them in your wealth, so for example if you have a family right? you have a spouse, you have a wife you have children, you have parents So spend on them. Spend on them. Yes, it's good to have plans and, you know, a way to figure out, you know, manage your finances. That's all good. But not to the point where it starts taking away or cutting into your responsibilities towards your loved ones. For the sake of, you know, building a solid future, a nest egg, a retirement, right? All of those things are fine. However, it should not be at the expense of the needs and necessities of our loved ones and ourselves indeed. But that should be done in a balanced and a measured manner as well. There's a hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam where he said that كُلُوا وَشْرَبُوا Eat and drink wa And dress and give sadaqa." without without extravagance and without arrogance so eat and drink and dress and even give sadaqa without extravagance and without arrogance so do all of these things but do them in a measured in, in in a measured way and in a manner that does not lead you to become arrogant so to eat well to dress well to live well to drive well there's nothing wrong with it if a person can afford it if they're able to fulfill their needs with better quality right so being reasonable doesn't mean that if allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed you right that you cannot get things which are of a better quality or you cannot spend a bit more to get something that is better Or to enjoy the blessings of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, right? You can do all of those things But don't Use it to show off Don't Let it make you feel Better than others And certainly do not get attached to it Do not get attached to it And do not make it the purpose of your life yeah. That I want to earn a certain amount So that I can have a certain standard of life That is not the purpose of our life. You earn, Allah you make an effort, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses you. And then based on his blessings you spend accordingly. But it should not become the purpose of our life. And one thing that we notice, and this is part of human nature, that once we get used to something, it becomes very difficult to go back. A person may have come, have may have lived through hardships may have lived through you know, uh, financial difficulty, may have lived on a very tight budget, and may have survived, alhamdulillah. But once the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala come, and our lifestyle changes, uh, and our standards change, and we get used to more, then going back to that becomes very, very difficult, right? So enjoy the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but still try to keep the ability even though it's hard and especially try to teach your children to be backward compatible what does that mean? it means that if may Allah protect us all but if some hardship comes upon us and we have to downsize and we have to live with less we have to cut things that we are still able to survive Meaning, of course, physically we will survive most likely, but psychologically and mentally and emotionally, we are able to, and spiritually of course, we are able to get through that period, right? We may have done it before, but if we are now used to more, it can be very challenging to go back. And that is where it is important to be measured, to be measured. So if Allah has blessed you, do not spoil your children because you're not doing them any favors. You're making it harder for them Because who knows what Allah has written for them and what is in store for them And if they find themselves in a situation and subhanAllah with all the instability we find in the world Right, you never know You never know what the world's going to look like in 2 years, in 5 years, in 10 years In 20, 30 years May Allah protect us and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our children and our future generations And grant them the best in every matter, in every manner But we never know Right, you never know what's going to happen so even if Allah has blessed you, try to train your children. Give them a tarbiyah where they don't take things for granted. Where they are grateful. And they are, they are learning how to share with others. And they are learning to, to, to live with less even though your income may be capable of granting them much more. And then you can build it in so that they reach certain, certain milestones or they have certain achievements. And then you reward them and you teach them. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But just keep that in mind, inshaAllah. So, some tips, especially for today. And many of us know this, but I know once we get into it, it becomes, you know, it can become very challenging all of a sudden. Uh, we may know the theory of it, but practically, when it's time, right, when, when we're faced with it, then all of a sudden, when the emotions take over, huh? when the emotions take over, and all the marketing, I'll tell you as a, per, as a marketing person, every single piece of marketing that you see is all designed to do one thing. What is that? To get you to spend more. To get you to spend more. Everything, the layout of the stores, the colors, the type of music to play in the stores, every single thing is targeted, right? It's defined, it's tweaked for an emotional response that leads to a better bottom line for the corporations. So, before shopping, think about your purchase. Think about your purchase. Do you need it or is it a want? What would happen if you did not get this item? And if you know this, teach your children. Share it with your family members. What would you gain if you did get it? What would you lose if you didn't? Is there a real benefit? Or is it just to fulfill your desires? If it's for that, are you just gonna do it again to gain happiness again and again? Because that happiness that comes from Having something new, of course, it feels very nice, alhamdulillah. But as we all know, it's temporary. It's temporary. It's going to die out, and it's going to die out very quickly. And children are the best example of that. Uh, a new toy, mashallah. at Eid time. Huh? Oh, happiest day. Right? Open it, excited. How long does it take? How long does it take for a child to become bored of a new shiny toy? Right? I think we all know the answer. And then come out the spoon. The spoon and the fork and the knife, or butter knife, are better toys than that thing that you just bought, which your child was all happy about. So that's how it goes many times. So think about all of these things before before making the decision. If you have a need, if your family has a need, don't keep ignoring it because you don't want to spend. Spending makes you uncomfortable. There's all types of people. Some can't stop spending. Others can't spend for, for, for their life almost. Huh? So, you know, if there is a need, your family has a need, your family has been telling you something, or, you know, like, they're, perhaps they're still surviving, of course, but there's something that could really help their lives or, you know, make things easier. Don't just keep ignoring it because you don't want to spend. Wealth, of course, is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to use and to spend. Uh, not just to keep and hoard. Right, that's one of the wisdoms behind zakat as well. Right? So that your savings are not just sitting there. They're doing something. Right? Either you give it in charity, you spend it on, on something that's needed, or you, know, you invest it somewhere. So at least it benefits other people as well. People start working, you know, the economy moves. So don't keep money spending uh, sitting. Uh, the wealth is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to use and to spend, but don't waste it. And don't hold back to it. Don't hold on to it because you love it. Because it hurts to see it go. If you like buying, some people are like that, they know they really they get something out of buying. So if you are that type of person who likes to buy things, so buy for needs for your family, for yourself, then buy for others. Huh? Buy gifts for others. Buy items that you can give in charity, right, that are needed, for example. So if you like looking for deals or you like to be really efficient, do all of those things, but do it For someone who actually needs it or someone who could could benefit. And make buying for yourself, for your needs, for others, a means of reflection on the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So make it a a reflective process as opposed to something that you just see and you want to buy and you're just focusing on that. But reflect on what is actually happening. Reflect on how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed you and has put you in that position to be able to spend and to be able to make these choices. Of course, be mindful of your prayers on a day like Black Friday. If people want to go shop, right? And the prayers come close together, especially during the day. Uh, so be mindful of the prayers. You know, be careful about falling into debt, um, because that is something that people can easily, easily fall into. And one of the biggest culprits are trips and vacations, right? Because maybe you find a good deal on a flight. Okay, and you say, okay, let's get a. You know, I got a really good deal flying to wherever. Okay, and it's a place where you don't have anyone to live with. Uh-huh. You don't have any relatives, let's say. Okay, you don't want to stay with relatives. Then you have the car rental, you have the hotel, you have the you know the, the the food, and then on top of that, especially if it's placed with you know amusement parks, oh then you're gone, right? Because like every single day, right, it's 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 racking up, right? And then the souvenirs and this and that and uh, baggage fees—they're not included usually, you know, in the, in the in the flights nowadays, depending on where you're flying, right? Now all of a sudden, you know, a six hundred dollar fare that seemed like a really good deal. Right, especially when you add you know, seat assignments because the kids are going to be alone, right? And they don't give you seats anymore together and all this stuff. Next right, thing so you know, you just blew, blew like $4,000. Right? So be mindful and be careful about that. And you know, teach financial literacy and good spending habits to your children and, 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 um, and to our youth. Inshallah, we'll be having a, session, a children's circle session this evening, 7.30 p.m. after Salat aisha there, Inshallah, at 7.30. And then after that, uh, at uh, Old Town Hall. Uh, inshallah, we will be covering uh, this very topic. Inshallah, for children. May Allah subhanahu wa taala grant us true contentment of the heart. We ask Allah subhanahu wa taala to make us all givers, to make us attracted and attached with that which is permanent. We ask Allah subhanahu wa taala to purify our hearts and to guide us th- to that which is best. alameen. Today, inshallah, along with that, I'd also like you, like each of us, to reflect upon how Allah subhanahu wa taala has blessed us right? and I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant halal, rizq sustenance which is halal and permissible and easy abundantly to every single one of us say ameen and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all you know, homes and cars that, are, that we need and that are paid off in a halal manner We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant barakah in all of our affairs especially our wealth, our time and our health so my brothers and sisters, think about how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you every day. Think about how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you every day. $100 a day, $50 a day, $200 a day, $400, $500, $1,000 or more perhaps a day. Right? MashaAllah, Right? Every single day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you an opportunity to wake up and provides you with this surisk that he is giving to you. Now, how much of that daily blessing from Allah, daily, are you willing to part with for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? From the 100, 200, 300, 500, thousand dollars a day, right? $10 a day? Is that too much? Is that doable? Right? $3,650 in a year, $10 a day. And of course, after the tax credit, it only costs you approximately $2,225. So who can do $10 a day, inshallah? Huh? Out of all that Allah has blessed you with, $10 a day. Huh? What is that, a lunch? Shawarma is expensive nowadays. Someone was telling me yesterday, shawarma's became expensive. Huh? $10 lunch. So $10 a day, inshallah? Anyone? I know you're shy to raise your hands. Yes. Huh? But think about it, right? $10 a day. Or forget that, $5 a day. $18.25 right? a year or in one year. Estimated costs only about 1130, 13, 11.33 after the tax credit. Right? That's one of our ads today, if you saw it, I don't know if you saw it or not. Right? Everyone's like 40% off, 50% off, 70% off. So you say, okay, 40% of your donation back to you on your income tax return. Up to 40%, now, up to is very important. Huh? That's how they pull you into the store with the, up, with the little up to and a big number. So up to 40% uh, of your donation back on your income tax return. Not only on Black Friday, every single day, insha'Allah, you know, but it's a gift today if it makes you feel good, at least you got a deal today. Yeah. So, $5 a day. So think about it, $10 a day, $5 a day, 36 50 It's easy, the machine's outside. You know, we have the website, of course, canadamuslims.ca brothers, mashallah, sisters raised, raised their hands last week. Zakmullah khaira. It's very easy, you go online, you can choose installments, you can divide it up, you can do all of those things. Or the machine's outside as well, or you can write a check, or you can give cash as you like, insha'Allah. So this will not only reduce your taxes, but also will be the best, the best investment with the best return, ever, insha'Allah. Please consider it, reflect upon it. We have a special request for dua, uh, sister in the community uh, who has cancer, may um, Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala grant her shifa, and also you learn about uh, a, a senior brother um, in the city uh, who's has uh, done a lot for our community, also diagnosed with cancer. Uh, so we make dua for both of them and all of those who are ill amongst us and those who are not with us, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cure them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ease their pain. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of his mercy and his compassion. He is the cure. We ask Allah azza wa jalla to cure them easily and quickly in the best way possible. All of those who are ill, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them peace. Amin ya